I came here with a vision. That's why I, I see things in a different way. Welcome to Home Stories, where we explore the lives of Ireland's newest residents who've arrived from Africa, Asia and South America and are currently passing through the direct provision system. My name is Mon Khan McGann and today I'm talking to Tika from Malawi. My name is Tika Mbeki Mwalugali. I'm from Malawi, the southern part of Africa. The first thing that you would love the moment you go to Malawi is the people. They wouldn't be Malawi without the people. The people are the ones that make Malawi to be beautiful, to Malawi to be what it is today. They will respect you, they will love you. It's just the way the people are. And then from there, if you go to places, we have a lot of nice places, more especially the lake. It's a nice place to be. The food, you like it, you know. And um, more especially the culture, we have our own traditional wedding, our own clothes, we have our own traditional food, you know, that we like. Like, if I go home today, I wouldn't want to eat chips or rice, I want to eat my own, you know. What would you like to eat? What would you, what is the... Like, okay, we, we call it um, nsima. So, nsima, it's a food from the maize flour. And then I would want to eat a nice cooked beef, you know, mm. and beans. The happy memories I have is when I was actually in Mulangi. I spent there four years because it was actually my, where my secondary school was in Providence Secondary School. So we visited a lot of places when we were around there, like places I never knew that they existed. Like a part of the Mulangi mountain, there's a, co a place called um, Sapitwa. Sapitwa is Kikewa language. It means you don't go there. So they say uh, people, when they go there, they get lost. So they used to believe that uh, there are gods there, like maybe ghosts or what, that used to take people. But apparently it's because when you go there, you need actually somebody to direct you because you might not easily find your way back. So probably people get lost along the way. So by then people used to think, okay, they, they never came back. They used to be ghosts, you know, things like those. So I had a chance to visit that place, which was nice. And um, within the same mountains, you know, there's rivers with nice, lovely water. Apart from that, uh, I also visited my village when I was young and when I was grown. But when I was young, it was actually fun to see like the play that they have, you know, that time there wasn't electricity and television, but it was so much fun than living in the, in town. There were so many things that were going on. The grandmother would tell us stories, would do a lot of things together, you know, like one family, which was more exciting than mm -hmm. in town. Is their family still living in the village? Is your grandmother or your parents or anybody still in the village? Yeah, there's some of my grandmother's grandfather that are still in the village, although the direct grandmother passed away from my mother and father's side, but there are some relatives and uncles that are still there. Was the food that you'd be eating in the town different from what you were eating in the village? Because was the family growing its own food in the village? Yeah, in the village, they grow their own food. But the food is not different. It's just that even the people from town, they buy food like maize, 
rice from the village. It's actually the same. Only that in the village, you have a privilege where you, you are not buying. You are growing them on your own. In town, you're buying the same food they are growing in the village. In those times, mostly people were relying on farming. So farming was mostly done in the village. So people really didn't have like good jobs. They only relied on farming when they sell their farm products. You know, maybe they'll buy the things that they needed, but for food, they had them like the chicken, the ray chicken, the cows, the milk was there. So a lot of things that they needed was there. So for the money, maybe they needed the money to send their kids to school, maybe to buy soap, to buy some other things. Or in town, you're literally buying everything. Did you say then that you went to boarding school for a few years? Yeah, for four years. And is that normal? Do people normally go to boarding school? Yeah, it's very normal. Yeah. Actually, some people, they go maybe from primary school to secondary school, but I only went during my high school days mm -hmm. for four years. That was okay. And why? Why do people go to boarding school? Most of the times, parents, they think you're going to focus more on school while you're in boarding school. It's part of training. So you're, you're being trained, maybe your manners, everything like the school i went to it was a catholic school so would have a procedure every week you know maybe early in the morning you go for prep and then you go for mass then for your your breakfast your studies and all that so you can imagine after four years doing all that tell me if you want to be disciplined <laughs> what languages do you speak okay i speak kikewa which is the main language in malawi and I also speak Tumbuka. Not, I'm not very good, but I do understand every word. Yeah. But I love Tumbuka because it makes me feel connected to my village. Tumbuka is a tribe. It's mostly in the northern part of Malau. My mom and my dad, both of them, they are Tumbuka. You know, to me, when I hear somebody speaking it, it, it brings me back to them, you know, like the way we used to live, the way we used to associate, you know. It brings me back home, you know, with good memories in it. Is Malawi, is Malawi safe at the moment or are there dangers in Malawi? I think it depends on where you are, you know. I, I don't know because you might be related to a politician or what, you might be a target every way, you know. So for me, I would say my family is safe, they're not complaining, they're good, but it just depends on where you are. I can't complain so far so good. Mm -hmm. Is there something you would like Irish people to know about you or to know about people f from, from your background or from your culture that we don't understand? There's one thing that um, I noticed in my culture. We have a tendency of respect. We respect people. So I've realized that here in Ireland things are different, like the way we respect one another, you know, like you wouldn't like me to call you sir, you know, you'd want me to call you by your name, but that doesn't mean that I'm saying you're bigger than me or, you know, only means like, you know, I'm respecting you just in a normal way, you know. So I think there's actually that difference between us from that side and here. And what are your main passions or interests in life now? <laughs> 
just mention a few now. I really love to see myself becoming a more successful accountant, not only in Ireland, but for the whole world. And I really want to help people like, okay, I'm a Christian. That's a big time thing for me. So I would like to help people both in Christian way and in the other way of life, like how I can help them financially, like, okay, start a business. Okay, maybe how you can save money, how you can invest your money, like open their, their heads to different, different ideas. You know, like in Africa, we know there's poverty. We would like to end that poverty, but we need to teach people how to work around what they have. So that's really my biggest passion for now. And can you see opportunities here in Ireland? Yeah, I do, a lot. I believe after my school, I'll work here in Ireland full time. You know, this is something that I am really looking forward to do. And um, apart from that, I would also want to establish my own like company, but it's going to be here in Ireland. So I believe that's part of me giving to Ireland, me saying, OK, I'm grateful, you know, for everything. Yeah. yeah. Like in one way you have a unique insight, there's people in direct provision who see the world so different from Irish people, but you meet people from all over the world here who are seeing probably new opportunities in Ireland that we don't see. Is that true? I believe it's just the way life is. If you go to Africa as well, take an Irish to Africa, they will see opportunities that we don't see. You know, So probably I came here with a vision. That's why I, I see things in a different way. And I believe some as well who came they also see things in a different way. Okay, I just don't want to come here in Ireland and end up being nothing. So I believe it's just the way life is. Home Stories is funded by Creative Ireland with the support of Leash and Westmead County Councils. Music by Brian Moglin and Miles O'Reilly. The series was edited and produced by Lauren Barian. More episodes at moncon.com. That's M-A-N-C-H-A-N dot com.